You're listening to the Dope Post on the KUCI Podcast Network. I don't think we have a podcast network. I know the other shows um, on campus here at UC Irvine, they have their own podcast, but I don't think we uh, collectively consider ourselves part of a podcast network. But Bill Simmons sounds cool when he he's, he mentions the Ringer Podcast Network. So, yeah. Anyways, today I'm doing another segment for the Dope Post called Answering Sports Questions for Non-Sports Fans. I just feel like I'd be, I'm doing the world a great service by educating a non-sports fan on what we do here in the sports world. Uh, so today I'm bringing on my roommate, Sami. Uh, we've been living together for two years now. Everything he knows about NBA basketball is through me when I complain about someone losing or someone winning or someone getting injured. I told him to uh, come in with a list of questions that we could go over. Anything he's been uh, wondering about for the past couple of years, maybe, while uh, seeing other people talk about basketball. Uh, I think he told me he had a list of 12 questions, and we only managed to get through like two of them mostly, only because the first question was, hey, Adam, what happened in free agency last summer? So you can imagine that took up most of our time recording, but overall good episode. And uh, if you could all do me a favor, give the pod a review and a subscribe wherever you listen to this podcast. I appreciate it. Thank you. And here is my episode with Sami. Sami, welcome back to the Doe Post. How are you doing, my friend? I'm doing pretty good today. How about you? Uh, pretty good. Pretty good. When was the last time I had you on? Last time was probably like um, sometime last year, I think. Right. Uh, we did Avengers Infinity War recap, and we did Avengers Endgame theories, and we did Avengers Endgame recap as well. Right. Yeah, a lot of Marvel stuff. Right. Did you see Spider-Man yeah. over the summer? How was it? No, it was really good, actually. Nice. Well, what did you like about it compared to the first one? Like, I thought the execution was, like, generally better and like, most aspects. And I also, like, the... I think the villain was more charismatic, too. Right, with Jake Gyllenhaal as uh, Mysterio. Yeah. And we also moved out of our old apartment in Irvine last year. We're in a new one, but, like, in the same apartment complex. Yeah. Was it... It's, a, it's it, The apartment's a little better, right, I think? Yeah, I do think it's a bit better. Right. And it's also where we're living in Irvine, so it can't be that bad. Yeah. I mean, it can be. I think Stanford Court is just, like, uh, not that great. Yeah. Well, anyways, I, I have you on here today to do answering uh, sports questions for non-sports fans. I occasionally like to talk to you about basketball uh, when we're in the apartment, but I think really most of it is just you're letting me, uh, you're just uh, entertaining my, my passion for basketball most of the time. But that's why we are roommates, Sami. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, so I told Sami to come up with a list of questions about basketball that he's been wondering about for maybe uh, quite a while. And I'm just going to try and answer as best as I can. Um, but compared to last time I did this with my friend Cassandra, this time I have my uh, a little computer on the side just to like provide more context if I need to, uh, just for, for Sami. So Sami, go ahead. First question, I'd say I start off with like your 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 broadest questions or uh, something you've that's really been uh, bugging you for a while now. Well, I was basically tr- like planning to start with like more like uh, let's say like general questions and then go on to like 
history questions, I guess. Yeah. I, I feel like, I just want to point out, I feel like you know mo- a little more than Cassandra did the last time I did this, uh, did this thing. Like, just because, just because we're, we're roommates, that's all. Yeah, like, I also have a basic idea of, like, the rules of basketball. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to be asking any qu- simple questions like, or like, what are three pointers or something like that. Yeah. Okay. Like, Go ahead. Okay. Well, I'll just ask the first question is something I've been wondering about for a while. So I kept it with basketball more last year because you told me a lot of stuff that happened that season, but this year I haven't been really following as much. So I've been wondering, what are like the big things that happen in the current season of basketball, like the big events, big team changes, that kind of stuff. Okay. So starting off in over so all the big things that happen they usually occur either in the summertime after uh free agency begins right meaning any any player that are any players that are uh their contracts are ending they become free agents meaning they can go to any 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 team they'd like so teams get switched around then yeah so the team rosters could change uh, there's a difference between restricted free agent and unrestricted free agent. So what I'm talking about is unrestricted, meaning literally that they have no restrictions on where they would like to go. So as long as the team can afford them, and as long as the team uh, they can afford them under the salary cap rules, then the uh, that player can be with that team. So over the summer, some of the big ones were they they say that this summer. A, like a significant proportion of NBA players were free agents. So a lot of change this year. So a lot of like the team makeups were like completely altered. Yes. Uh, the big name players like Le- LeBron type players, right? Yeah. They, they, they moved around over the summer and making, making the predictions for who's going to win the championship uh, initially kind of like Rocky, like no one really knew. Um, so first off, Anthony Davis, well, He's not a, he wasn't a restricted free agent. He has one more year left on his old contract. Yeah. But over the summer, the Lakers traded for Anthony Davis from the New Orleans Pelicans. So what the Lakers did was they they sent New Orleans a bunch of their younger players to acquire Anthony Davis, who's I think about 26 years old right now. He is considered to be one of the best players in the game. Uh Basically, the Lakers, uh, they, they're in like a win-now mentality compared yeah. to uh, waiting it out for their younger players to get better and then win like later on. So do some teams just have, have like a plan where they just like have a bunch of like new recruits and they try to like wait for like a few years till they're like the top? Yeah. So that's called that's called like building a dynasty. Uh, that's, it's like one of many um, mentalities a team could have when they're building a team. If if they know that they're they're not gonna win like anytime soon, what they do is they 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 what's happened in the past, but not necessarily for the future, is that they purposely lose a bunch of games in the season. Wait, they purposely lose? It's called tanking. Um, there there's been a new rule change to prevent this from happening. But for most of history, what what teams would do if they know they're not gonna win is they purposely lose. We don't we don't have any proof of this, right? It's just like yeah, me- media because spec- you can't objectively tell that they chose to lose, right? Right. We 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 don't. Uh, we it's just media and fan speculation that the team is tanking because otherwise they'd be winning. Like, like they played against like a weak team or something that they still lost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so the reason why they would want to tank is that 
they because I think you told me about this before where they're like uh, the teams are like lower ranked to get like better picks on like the for the free agents right uh, something like that not free agents but oh not free agents not free agents but the college players it's called the the NBA draft that happens every oh, year oh the college players okay. yeah, yeah so the the worst teams they uh, there's this like complicated lottery thing that happens that I I can't really explain as well but usually the worst teams they get to pick first from the draft ah, okay right so that way the best college players can go to the worst teams and that way they won't be the worst teams anymore which is why you know teams would want to tank and lose so that they can get the best college player mm, yeah it used to be that um the worst team would have the greatest percentage or uh, the greatest chance of acquir- acquiring the like first top tier like the, college players the number one pick they, they 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 call it yeah but the the recent rule change unless something has changed that i don't know about now it's like the three worst teams have the 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 have an equal uh, likelihood of getting the first pick so that they're trying to stop teams from tanking is that basically. like the anti-tanking measure you just like yes, told me about earlier yes yes okay uh so this year, for example, the Lakers, they got the fourth draft pick, right? They were they drafted fourth, but they weren't the fourth worst team. Yeah. So the 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 what happens is like they I think I think it's like ping pong balls. By by they drafted fourth, you mean like they got a they're like the fourth in the list to like pick college players or something? Yes. Even though they weren't the fourth the fourth worst team. Oh, okay. Right? So it's if uh if the draft order followed the order of like worst to best teams, then the Lakers shouldn't have gotten the fourth pick. Uh, wait, what happened then? I, I'm not sure. There's something complicated that I haven't oh, really sneaky explored. business? Yeah. No, not sneaky business. No, no, okay. no. It's just they change the, the rules of how the draft works every year. Every year? Uh, yeah. So what I, what I mentioned previously was the teams would, if they knew they weren't going to win, they were just going to lose like a lot just to increase their chances of getting the first pick in the draft. Yeah. But now it's th- now it's like they're, they it might, it might not, not be the best thing for them to do because... Because someone they, else might get the star player because it's like exactly. three teams that can pick. Exactly. Uh, so even the, the worst team last year was the New York Knicks, I believe. And they they were tanking, you know, quote uh, quotes, quotation marks. Yeah. And... They thought they were going to get the first pick to get Zion Williamson from Duke. But what ended up happening was the New Orleans Pelicans got the first pick instead. Were they like the second or third worst team? I think they were the third. Um, not sure. Let I can look that up right now. Okay. But I think they were second or third. Um, so, again, what they, were, what they were trying to do didn't work out for them. Oh, that must really suck then because they can't... Like, what can they do after that? They... Like, what can they do after that, though, to just, like, spend an entire season just tanking and get nothing out of it? Yeah, so the counter-argument is that you can't... You can tank for as long as you want, but, like, eventually you're going to have to tell your players and encourage your players and, like, really train your players to have a winning mentality, right? Yeah. Because if you just tank forever, like, yes, you will acquire a lot of young, young college players, but if... If you just don't have like a solid organization, like a solid coaching staff, a solid um, g- a general manager, you won't get that far in in the season. Oh yeah, wait. Uh, one thing I was I was thinking like, um, how do like the players like feel like when they know like they're uh, tanking or something like that? So wouldn't they be a bit resentful? Right. Exactly. So yeah, you you, you asked a good question there. 
and I feel like I feel like we're just gonna I feel like you're just gonna I feel like the first question you asked I don't even remember what it was because I feel like we we've just we've just gone on so many side side roads yeah since I then, mean, side roads are the important things though it's fine yeah it's fine so to your question yes they probably do f- feel very resentful but most of the players they try to keep up this like professional facade where you know they don't they don't talk bad about the organization that they're playing for but every now and now and then you see even like really small moments where you can just see their anger and frustration right so something that happened recently was uh this guy named kevin love who play who plays for the cleveland cavaliers yeah uh lebron's old team right they're, they're bad now they're, they're they're bad and it was just like a really short video on twitter where he uh, there's like a timeout and then he goes over to the bench where all the chairs are and he just like slaps his hand on the chairs like three times like really hard wow so even small moments like that but the like the players are being watched constantly and the videos they just get leaked or like someone even it's just like a fan in the in the in the uh, stadium seating who posts it online and everyone sees it and they can kind of guess what's going on you know so they basically had to like keep up like a facade at all times they're under like a lot of pressure to do that right because if they if they're if they're if they gain the reputation of a player who complains or who's just not going to fall in line and just do what's best for the team, then his chances of being traded or even being acquired in uh, unrestricted free agency is lowered. Because uh-huh. if, if people people look at Kevin Love and they're like, oh, that guy's not going to like us if we, if we do something that he doesn't like, you know? Okay, I see. Yeah. Um, okay, so your your original question was like, what are the big things that happened things this that happened. season? Right. So, Anthony Davis. Uh, it it kind of matches with what you just asked, actually, which is Anthony Davis was just tired of losing. Um, what happened was he was drafted, I think, first. Pretty sure first, uh, 2012. Yeah. His team. He never really pl- like made it that far in the playoffs after the regular season, and the New Orleans pelicans would just like lose a lot of games every year and he just said like I- i'm tired of this i don't i don't want to be here anymore so he told the front uh, the front office which is like the general managers who are in charge of building the team he told them he asked them to uh trade him away to one either lakers or boston or some other team that he wanted to play for okay so the big thing last year was that um, like should New Orleans trade him uh, at the trade deadline, which is like uh, coming up in like two weeks, I believe, in around January, February, or they should they trade him in the summertime? Those are like the two big times in the NBA season where we see like major changes to teams. Yeah. What ended up happening was uh, New Orleans they just decided not to trade him in the middle of the year and they traded him in the summer instead. Uh, so like they're gonna trade him this summer, or did they trade him last summer? They they traded him last summer, so he's a Laker right now. Oh okay, right. Uh, the Lakers they were tanking, you know, quotation marks tanking, yeah. and in the recent years they've been able to draft uh, pretty solid young basketball players from college. So you have guys like Lonzo Ball, if you've heard of him, UCLA, yeah. and his dad's like the the big baller brand. Yeah. Type. Yeah. High beasts. Uh yeah, Brandon Brandon Ingram, Josh Hart, Kyle Kuzma, uh those those guys. They uh, think of them think of them as they're young, their contracts are really cheap, so they're cheap players to pay, right? Yeah. Uh 
they the Lakers traded the, their young players for this more established veteran player in Anthony Davis. Okay. Um yeah, I think I covered everything for mostly everything important for the Anthony Davis type thing. Um going forward though, right now the Lakers are the second the second best team in the league like record-wise. Like we there's only one team that has a better record than us, which is the Milwaukee Bucks. The Bucks? Yeah. Um every time there's a trade that happens, fans and media they're always speculating as to which team had the better trade right so when when the trade happened i think i think there were there were people on both sides so some people said that the lakers got the better the better uh, part of the trade some people say the new orleans pelicans got the better part of the trade and it's because on one hand the lakers they have like a like two superstar players right lebron james and anthony davis yeah. like two really really good players uh on the other hand they lost their young players so in a couple years anthony davis will become 30 and by then we don't know if he'll 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 have suffered like a major injury or not and he or may not be able to play anymore by that point we don't know if he'll be as good as he is right now uh they say the uh, nba player's prime is like 28 27 around there 28 after 30 it's kind of like your skills are declining and your athleticism is going down uh so the this is like one of the problems that the lakers were considering which is do we do we wait for anthony davis to just complete his contract and we can just sign him without like losing our players or do we lose our players and sign him right now um and the reason behind that is the history of in the past couple years there's been uh players that would they would get traded right to a new team yeah and they would like it there so they don't leave after the contract is up they just like re-sign with that team yeah does that does that make sense or yeah um they so just end up liking the team a lot then just stay on yes that's so the lakers didn't want to possibly repeat that mistake because they there were other teams that could afford anthony davis to, to trade for him i mean and they didn't want that to happen again oh okay right um what else oh so and then the new orleans pelicans with the young players right now they're not they're not really good and it's probably because might be because zion williamson hasn't played yet he's there it's like a lot of mystery around that guy because he 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 hurt himself in some way before the season started or like during the season and they just haven't played him since then and multiple reasons possible one they're, they've just been losing so much that it's not really worth it for for them to rush his like return. Yeah. Um, but the Lakers players, two of them have like improved. One of them have have improved like a lot. Uh, Brandon Ingram. The other person is Lonzo Ball. He's like either the same or like he's improved a little bit. Uh, Josh Hart. Uh, he he's like sort of the same, maybe a little better, maybe a little worse. But as of right now, the Lakers have gotten, like, the better side of the deal. Yeah, so it might win them, like, this year or something, right? What was that? It has a chance of winning them, like, this year, I guess. Yeah, the Lakers have a chance of winning, whereas the New Orleans Pelicans, like, most likely they're not winning. Yeah, so they're making a strategy for, like, the future then? Possibly, yeah. Uh, they have the young players, so they could they could keep them for a long time. Um they have a star player in Zion Williamson, but they, we just don't know. No one knows. It's like yet. the secret weapon that like no one has seen yet. Kind yeah, of. yeah. No one knows if he's really gonna be good or if he's what we call a bust. A <laughs> bust means like, 
like everyone hyped you up so much but like you're not that great in in reality i feel like the chance for that happening gets higher like the higher expectations you have yeah um you were gonna say how long was he like in um like everyone was waiting for him for like how long zion yeah we've so last year was his first year of college at duke yeah i'm pretty sure people knew him in high school as well but the majority of the country like did not know who he was until last year when he played at duke university uh, Duke University is, uh, is known to be like one of the major basketball college basketball programs in the the country yeah he he did very well last year like he uh, he showed his like how, how dominant he is he's like a really big guy and he can he can he can score he can like force his way through uh, other players to like score he can play defense shoot threes um, mostly a complete package for a player but that was college basketball, and this is like professional basketball. This is a whole different two field. different things. So you yeah. don't know how like his performance will actually be when he's up against like veteran players. Yes, exactly. So no one, no one really knows yet because he hasn't played a single NBA minute. A single minute? No. Yeah, he's played zero games. Yeah. Oh. And we're almost halfway through the season. So. Wow. Yeah. So, oh, what kind of injury did he get? Uh let me look. Something with his knee. Um, a torn right lateral meniscus. Yeah. Well, I don't know what a meniscus is, so it's a it's just like a muscle in your knee, I believe. Oh wow! Yeah. So he's basically out for like the season then. Uh, we don't know yet. So basically, the organizations it's like a it's like politics kind of, where organizations they they unless they they're really really sure what they're gonna do they're not gonna they're not gonna keep it like a bit secret yeah they're not they're not gonna just like divulge all the information that everyone wants to know at the same time yeah so that um i I can't believe i just talked for that long about like one trade in the nba that was like the big thing though right yeah uh another big thing is Kawhi leonard paul george have you heard of those two at all yeah you talked to me about them before right Kawhi Leonard, he won the NBA championship last year as part of the Toronto Raptors. Yeah. But in a similar case as Anthony Davis, where the Toronto Raptors, they traded for him when he had one year left on his contract. So last year was like the last year of his contract. So over the summer, he he, he was free to go wherever he, he liked. Right. And he just decided on the LA Clippers. Okay. Uh, Paul George... Uh, in a very like controversial move he he was one of the players that the lakers wanted uh a couple years ago but they're like oh he, that guy just has one year left on his contract and we're pretty sure he wants to come play for us so we'll just wait for that one year on his contract to expire and then we'll sign him okay but what happened was he enjoyed playing for his team the oklahoma city thunder so he told them like, "Oh, uh, I'm just gonna stay here for like a uh, long term." Is that what they like considered like controversial? Yeah. So what happened was he told he told he w- he he just wasn't happy with 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 how it was in Oklahoma City. So he told the front office, "I want to trade. I, I don't want to play here anymore." So they ended up Oklahoma City and the Clippers. They traded. The Clippers had, you know, how we were talking about the draft picks before. Yeah. Basically, the Clippers had, I think, historically, like, the most amount of draft picks in history. So, these draft picks, like, 
they're 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 uh they're by year. So some of them are let's say 2020, 2021, 2022, 2023. So think of it think of it like this, the Clippers had like the largest stash of draft picks in history and they used all of these and they gave away some of their young players to Oklahoma City to get Paul George so that Paul George and Kawhi Leonard could play together. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, what, what, what was reported was that Kawhi, uh, Kawhi and Paul George, like their camps, basically like their friends and family uh, or their agents, they were kind of communicating with each other like, hey, do you want to come play with Kawhi in L.A.? And Paul George was like, yeah, I'll like go They were sort of like trying to plan that out. Yeah. Uh, 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 the controversy is also that right now players, they have so much power where they they sign really expensive, really long-term contracts like Paul George, like I think four or five years for like a lot of money. But then after, um, I think he completed one year or two. Yeah. But then after that, he's just like, I don't want to play here anymore. Like trade me. I, I, I don't want to be here. Um, and it's kind of unfair for the team that, that, uh, that, that, that signed the long-term contract, right? Because now they have to rebuild. Oh, so people are st- like starting to think like the players are just like like uh, being acting like a bit like uh, flippant about like going to different teams. Yeah. Oh, okay. Wait, say that again. They're acting like a bit like uh, they're not really like caring about like going to the team. They just like go for like a year, then decide to go somewhere else, even though they have the contract. Right. Um, and the contract that we're talking about right right now is called the the I think it's a I think it's a supermax. I think I think what Paul George signed was a supermax, which a is supermax. A supermax is you can choose like no, I don't think no, not a supermax. Sorry, it's just a, like a max, meaning like this is like the highest amount of money like that you could sign a player. So super. Well, then what's a supermax? A supermax is when you designate one player on your team to be the the designated player, and you. Be, uh, so 30%, 30% of, oh man, hopefully I don't get this wrong, but the salary cap, you, you know what, what I've told you, right? Yeah. 30% of the salary cap, meaning the maximum amount of money you can spend on your players for the year. If you pay, if you pay a player 30% of that, that's called the max. And if you pay them like 35%, that's like a super max. So more money, right? The, this is like a relatively new, like contract a new rule and it's meant it's meant to like give really small teams like oklahoma city meaning they 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 kind of play like in the middle of nowhere in the country they're not like a big city like la it's meant to like give them like a chance to like net some like really big players exactly because otherwise they wouldn't like want to go there uh meant to meant to keep their players that they sign or keep keep them not like just like attract them yeah so it's like only only you have to play for the 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 team for a certain amount of years uh if you want to be able to sign this kind of contract oh so okay i get what that's controversial then because like you just sign on for like a really big contract that's like beneficial to you and then you just like break it after a year exactly yeah exactly oh so which side are you on about it i understand like both points and it's it's like a really complicated issue right like even even the the nba like they're always trying to figure out like how to make this situation better yeah um but i i just understand both points i'm not really like favoring like either either one because if 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 uh things like this like happen every year then what what we'll see as as fans is that 
only the big pl- the big cities in the NBA will have the star players. Whereas Oklahoma City, they'll just have like you know mediocre players, no star, no star talent. So they'll have like no chance to actually like win then. Yeah, and we'll just see like the the similar names like pop up every year who win the championship. Is that what actually is that what happens now? Like where it's like mostly like the same like teams being like the top contenders, or does it like shift around a lot? Um, so you know the whole Warriors thing that I I I've told you about, right? Yeah. So in their case, they're just like a a super team where there are so many talented players, and that's why they they've been to the finals in 2015 through 2019, four seasons, and they've they won they won wait a second, 15, 16, 17, 18, no five five seasons. Right, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19. They went to the finals five seasons, but they only won three times. No. That's like a lot, though. Yeah. Like in that, in that sh- a, a small amount of time where they won that much. In their case, that's a very special case. We've never seen like a, a dominant super team like that before. Oh, really? That's actually was that actually was like one of my other questions. Like, uh, like I don't think the Warriors are like the super stacked team, but was there any other team that was like even more stacked than them? No, because. They had they had four players that were like you know how five players like play on a at one time right for a yeah. team so you basically can have like four of them on at the same time exactly yeah and you know how there's five positions right yeah uh so the four players that I'm talking about for the Warriors they're probably like some of the best players in that position on in basketball so they basically have like four positions like four out of five positions covered by really strong players then at some points yes and in addition to their their bench players like meaning they don't they don't start the game but they play later yeah they're also like pretty good as well like solid players support backup players so they basically have a strong team at all points then yeah um and then they they had this one player his name is demarcus cousins yeah they they signed him and he was he, he he just came off like a, a a an Achilles injury, which is one of the major injuries in sports. Isn't it Achilles and like ACL, which are like the two big ones in basketball? Yeah, yeah. Um, Demarcus Cousins, he just came came back from this injury, and he, the Warriors signed him for like one year, I think. So, assuming this this guy was like at a like super healthy peak condition, they would have had like the five best players in. Uh, in in basketball Wait, is he also like fi- like f- like uh in a different like one of the best players in a, like that fifth position which like isn't covered he he would have been in the fifth position yeah uh center the other four positions are point guard shooting guard small forward power forward yeah. he would have been like their best center but it's just that he wasn't he wasn't really healthy that's why remember remember when i when i gave you the the thanos comparison yeah yeah so that would basically be like all Infinity Stones then. Yeah, like everybody else in the NBA, they were they would be the Avengers, but then on on one this one team, like every other team, they'd have one or two or zero Avengers playing for them. Yeah. But then this one team would contain like four Thanoses for sure. They were just like really good. Oh yeah, I remember like you also like did you didn't you tell me that like uh did the team like is the super team still there or like uh. Are they like different now? Because like there's like a lot of change-ups. The Warriors, you mean? Yeah. So the Warriors. What happened over the summer? Uh, c- pertaining to your first question that you asked, um, Kevin Durant, one of the the Thanoses that we we talked about. Yeah. He his contract was up. Wait, let me let me think about this for a second. Kevin Durant. 
I'm confused. So I'm confusing. I can't remember clearly, but either Kevin Durant like left in free agency or the Warriors, the Golden State Warriors and the Brooklyn Nets, they traded. So what, ha- what anyways, forgetting the logistics and the specifics. Yeah. What happened was Kevin Durant, he moved to Brooklyn uh, to play for the Brooklyn Nets and the Brooklyn Nets, uh, a former Lakers player, D'Angelo Russell moved to Golden State Warriors. Is so D'Angelo Russell like one is a is he a good player? He is a good player. He is one of the young players that the Lakers drafted from college. Oh, okay. Yeah, for him they they had to trade him away for other things. Um, I can explain it later if we have time. Um, probably not. But so the Warriors got D'Angelo Russell, Clay Thompson. They signed him to a new contract worth like a lot of money, and then they also signed Draymond Green, one of the other Thanos players, to another like more expensive contract as well. So, like, the super team now is, like, not really much of a thing? Or are they still strong? No, because during the regular season this year, Steph Curry got in, like, a freak accident where he injured his, like, either his hand or his finger. Yeah, I think I heard about that. Yeah. Um, so then he hasn't been playing for, like, the past couple of months, really. And then D'Angelo Russell, uh, he hasn't really been playing either because he, he's also been injured. Um Yes, so Draymond Green did sign a new contract this year. Um, so did Clay Thompson, Steph Curry. But what happens in this case is that they also lost a lot of their, their players from last year. Because think of it like this. You only have a certain amount of money that you can sign your players. But if you sign three of your players to like really expensive contracts... Then All you the don't, players can't get as much money. You don't have enough. Yeah, you don't, you don't have enough to fill the supporting cast. Because from what I got from you is like uh, they like the... Like the payment that they give for like the players, like a percentage thing, right? Yes, for the the, I think we're, I think you're talking about like the max. Yeah, like max. you said, like max is thirty percent. Yeah. So I assume like the payments are like like other percentages, aren't they? Or is that different? Yes, they're all part of like like the uh, salary cap, the collective bargaining agreement that I am not qualified to talk about right now. I just yeah, okay. know about the max and the super max, but the Warriors. So. They signed their three best players, uh, really expensive contracts, actually four best. So D'Angelo Russell, the new guy, they, they also signed him to a new contract. And then everyone else is like, no, everyone else, as I'm looking at the, the, the cap sheet right now, the next uh, expensive player is only getting like 4 million, 4.6 million. Everyone else is like getting paid 18 million or more for just like this year. And Steph Curry is getting paid like 40 million. For wow. this year, like just this year, and he's been hurt, by the way. So yeah, so he's not even playing; and he's getting that much. Yeah, exactly. Everyone else, they're 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 super young. Like I see a lot of like early twenties players right now. Um, they're really cheap, but again, when they're young, they they kind of need time to grow, right? Yeah. So this is the time for them to just like practice and just grow. So it's hard for them to win when uh, two of their players, or no, three of their players, Stephen Curry. D'Angelo Russell and Clay Thompson, they're hurt, and you know they they just have like Draymond Green playing and like other young players playing, so it's hard for them to win. Oh, so they're not really doing too well right now, then. But next year, when everyone's healthy again, like you could make the argument that like they could be a dynasty again because like the dream team is back. With, in it's possible. Way. It's possible. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. How come did like uh, Kevin Durant decide to leave? That's a good question. No one, no one really knows for sure. Because, because wouldn't you like being like on sort of like a stack team? Actually, would you? That's a good question, Sami. Like, no, no one knows for sure. Uh, 
speculation from fans and media say that Kevin Durant, like, he just wanted to win and he wants... There's, there's all these storylines going on in the NBA that are created by fans and by media, but are not necessarily confirmed by the player themselves. So basically like sports fan fiction type thing. Yeah, yeah. You could you could you think of it like that. Um, Kevin Durant though, like some of those storylines are that he wanted to be recognized as like the best player in the world and he thought that going to Golden State would and winning there would make him would make everybody like like uh, praise him and think of him as like the best player in the world. But uh, what 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 what's been reported is that like even after winning like no one really gave gave him more respect right because he just changed teams to like one of the best team compositions of all time and he won uh two times like really like pretty easily like yeah at that point like people might think that it's not be, it's not because of you that like, the team won it's more because like the team itself was so good exactly yeah so we again we don't know this for sure but most people think that Kevin Durant, like he wants to, he wanted to just like leave Golden State and just go to like a a new team and kind of be like the leader again, and but like win win by himself, you know. Ah, okay. We no one knows what's gonna happen. Again, he he uh, he tore his Achilles, um, and then Clay Thompson, the Warriors guy, he tore his ACL, I believe. So they're both like not gonna play this season. The Warriors, they know they're not gonna win. Like pretty sure they're not gonna win. Brooklyn Nets, they're pretty sure they're not going to win either. So they're not playing like Kevin Durant or Klay Thompson for this year. Okay. And we have about two minutes left. I feel like... On like one question, basically. Really? That was, that was like you haven't asked any other questions? Like no, any- I asked like uh, two of my questions, I think. Okay, so everything else were like follow-up questions, right? Yeah. Okay, so how many questions did you actually have? Twelve. Wow. Well, I guess we could always do this like in the future. Yeah. Okay, okay, if we have, like, two minutes left, let me just ask, like, one quick question, which is, like, it's kind of stupid. Okay, yeah, ask, sure, ask, like, the short questions. Okay, was there ever such a thing as, like, a a four-pointer? Ooh, a four-pointer? Yeah, because I know, like, regular shots are, like, two, then free throws are one point, and then there's three-pointers, but was there anything that gave you, like, four points? There is one thing, which is when someone shoots a three-pointer, but they get fouled, but they still make the three-pointer. So... It, even if you it, even if you get fouled but you make the shot you can still like get one more point so that's called a four point play oh okay so it's not like it's not in the sense that you're thinking about which is like you shoot it once and then you get four points but this case you shoot it once from behind the line and get three points but someone fouls you and you make the shot and you you can shoot one free throw to get four points okay so basically you get a three pointer plus like a free throw yes okay that's that's kind of like a four pointer but there's no like there's no like um second three or there's no like second line that if you shoot behind that line you get four points yeah i feel like i was just asking if there was at any point because i feel like if that was the case then everyone would be trying to make four pointers instead of three pointers yeah so that's like another thing that's like another thing called like the three-point revolution right now which is that teams are just figuring out that it's much more valuable for you to shoot behind the three-point line oh yeah that was actually a part of like another question i was gonna ask was like uh how like uh like how much of like the main shots are like three pointers and like like how important are three pointers? Okay, so really quickly, okay. they're very important because like just simple math. If you make three three pointers, and if you make three three pointers, and the other team makes zero three pointers, but they make three two point shots, that's 
three times three, which is nine, and three times two, which is six, right? So you already have half more points than them. Yeah. Is that is that correct? Is that that is that the is it the, is the math correct? There? Yeah. Six but divided by three. Two is three plus three nine. Okay, you're the biomedical engineering major, so I trust you on that. But yeah, okay, my, sure. Yeah, uh, in simple terms like that, it's it's really important because the players who can shoot like really far away, it, it forces the other player to like have to come out and meet them there and like put put a hand up or something, right? Yeah. And, but if one person from the other player, they have to like go out and like they they have to, it's called creating space. It means that. Uh, other players can drive in, meaning they can run towards the basket, which because there's more room for it to run, run in, right? Yeah. And score a layup, which is like a really close basket to the hoop. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but let's stop there. We can always continue this later. Okay. Uh, thanks again, Sami, for uh, coming on to the the show. And yeah, uh, thanks for having me here. Yeah. Uh, all right, all right, guys, that's it. Thanks. That feeling